0: and welcome back to episode seven of the dad's unplugged podcast (laughs) my name is nelson osorio co-host and we are really excited to have a comedic apparently based on our intro conversation john stern uh a dad a father who's going to be introduced by my co-host uh and so far good friend at this point sean
1: pace Awesome. Hey, Nelson. Uh, hey, everyone. This is Sean Pace here, the co-host for Dad's Unplugged podcast. I'm really excited. This gentleman here that we're about to introduce. Um, I met about a little over a year ago as I was furloughed and we've since become very good friends. So we've never met in person. We spent many hours on Thursday night hanging out together with a bunch of other crazy people. And John Stern, just to introduce him just a little bit, he is the co-founder of Ringpen, an amazing new startup as well as play sports which does better job than i do a father to an amazing woman and to two wonderful kids that are learning some very interesting language on thursday nights while we're hanging out john welcome to the show thank you so much for your time
2: thank you i think you mean a husband to a very wonderful woman and father to two young kids but yes uh uh, i live here in san diego and i'm excited to be on this podcast i think uh and yes (laughs) been very good friends up until today. so my wife is from Brazil, but as I said, we live here in San Diego and uh, nice invite her in Nelson. That's good. The more the merrier. <laughs>
0: What in the world? is? <laughs> oh, wow. Did my okay. wife interrupt
2: your intro, John? I, I didn't have a good intro
0: anyway, so I think she- That was bad. Yeah, I, I apologize. Ball. She waited midway till your intro to walk in. And- well,
1: that was very, very nice of her. So, John, would you please try and help us out here and tell everyone a little bit about yourself so we get the story straight?
0: Yeah, so
2: I've been here in San Diego for 20 years, met my wife um, about eight years ago uh we got married within a year had a child within a year of that so it's all been kind of a whirlwind and now we have uh, two kids five and three and it was just the third birthday a couple days ago and and my daughter's birthday is in a few months so it's a fun age and uh, we've all been cooped up in the house together for the past year so we've had a lot of time together and uh had a lot of fun and um you know that's what we try and do is just have have as much fun as a family together as possible
1: now, John, as yes. you kind of started things out with, you know, COVID and then you ended up starting your own really full fledged into your own company. How has that been trying to be a dad and balance doing a startup as well as having young kids for those dads out there that might be looking at starting their own their own company? What kind of experience would you be willing to share as well as a, a nugget here or two of what they should or shouldn't do?
2: Yeah, Uh, It's really hard. I mean, there's no like sugarcoating it. If you're trying to start a business, you usually have to go really, really hard, particularly like, you know, if you're doing software platforms and, and things like that um so it's been really hard and the the kind of good part about it is during covid we have been all together so you know my daughter's been in school from home so every break we get to run outside and play ball for five minutes or whatever it might be so you might not get as much time because you're going so hard but you get more little spaces because i'm not at an office or something like that or she's not off at school so we did end up getting a lot of time and really you know to be frank the way that i've dealt with it is just not sleeping uh you know because I need to have time to do my stuff. And if I would still want to be, um, you know, an involved parent, I need time to do that as well. And there's just not enough time in the day to do both of those. So I sleep very little and, uh, you know, do a late night shift after everyone goes to sleep. And that's really the only way I'm able to like, you know, be present as a father and, you know, do a good job starting this business. But uh, you know, I find myself all the time needing to get rid of my phone when I'm hanging out with them and stuff uh, and just like make sure that I'm present there. And, uh, you know, you just have to be very mindful. And it's kind of, you know, a mind fuck a little bit because I feel like I'm trying to uh, work really hard now so that I can spend more time with them later. And then you're like, oh, is that really what's going to happen? You know, and or am I wasting the time now that I could be spending with them? Uh, You know, but I feel like it's a trade off to go really hard to start a company so that eventually you get more free time and more flexibility.
0: John, let me ask you, because the one thing you mentioned is it's kind of not sleeping much. What I guess it's, it's common for a lot of people now that the family's home to go into that kind of a lifestyle where you're sacrificing kind of your health a little bit, even though you might not be feeling it too much, especially in the beginning. Is there anything you're doing specifically for like self-care or to like, I guess, balance the lack of sleep? Like, is there anything that you do on your own or or with friends or, or that you've discussed with your wife? Like, hey, since I'm not sleeping well because I have to keep the business going, I need a day off for myself. Or how's that like for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, luckily, I don't require much sleep and I've never slept very much. Um, But what we typically do is she's from Brazil, so we usually go to Brazil at the end of every year and that's where I get to let off steam for a month or something after grinding really hard all year. But this year we didn't get to do that. So it's, you know, it's an extra long struggle. So kind of what I try and do is make sure that I do get some time. Uh, I tried to take a walk every day or some physical activity. I try and shoot baskets every day um, just to get the blood flowing so I'm not sitting at the desk all the time. Make sure I get outside. One of the major things has been, uh, I don't know if he mentioned it before the intros or during, uh, but like that Thursday night sales group that we have, it's it's a weekly happy hour. It's like, you know, almost 200 people every week. And when you meet people week after week and hang out with them every week, you really get to know them pretty well, even if you don't see them in person in that group. Yeah, sure. It's called Thursday night sales, but it's a lot more than just sales. You learn about life and you support each other and you know, sometimes if you're in a bad mood, you go on there and have some good laughs or, you know, uh, cries or whatever it might be. And that's one of the major things that I've done for my self-care over the past year.
1: And I've always been real impressed on there, John. I've told you this before. It's, you're always so willing to give of your time for other people that you see that have been in either the same position you are now or have had other roles that are looking at trying to push themselves to the next level. And you're just, you're always the first person that's out there and saying, what what can I do to help? Here's my advice. Here's here's my phone number. Here's my contact info. And I just applaud you on that. And at the same time, we've had conversations. And it's wonderful to hear you say, "Um, Sean, I got to call you back. We got dinner. And to understand that you do have those boundaries even still set up, even though you are willing to help other people.
2: Well, you know, I've I've been working for over 20 years in technology. I've seen a lot of different things. I've worked at a lot of different early stage companies. So through the mistakes I've made and kind of, you know, the experiences that I've had, I have things that I can share with people to help them avoid some of the things that I've gone to, or, or, you know, go faster on some of the things I was working on that took me longer or something like that. So I always feel if someone can learn from things that I've done and not have to, you know, learn themselves or, or feel the pain themselves, then uh, I'm happy to share, but I appreciate that, Sean.
0: Yeah. Can I ask one more question, Sean, before you go into, of course, Into. you know, Sometimes I talk to Sean on the phone, and as soon as we get on a podcast, his voice goes straight into this. Like, it's weird. Like, why are you trying to seduce me? Like, my voice
1: never sounds like that. It always sounds like this.
0: Horrible. Horrible. John, don't leave just yet. I know we're. (laughs) I just. the, The other question, I guess, since you have young kids. Is there anything extremely difficult about fatherhood that you've kind of experienced that it's like, wow, this is really, really hard, or the opposite because you might just be like, you know what, I'm super dad. Is there anything that's just really, really easy that you weren't aware of that now you're like, oh my god, fatherhood wasn't as bad as I thought, or or maybe some people made it sound? Well,
2: you know, I'm super lucky. My wife does a great job, um, you know, with the kids, and and they're behaved really well. Um, they help. They're polite you know, for the most part. Uh, so we're super lucky that we have, you know, great, healthy kids and everything. But, you know, it's all really hard, you know, it's hard to be a, a good parent and to, you know, make sure that you're really meeting their needs emotionally, as well as, you know, physically and everything like that. And um, just kind of getting to know them and making sure that you give them the space to to be creative and confident and all that type of stuff. So, I, I think it's it's all hard because, you know, the when I'm, I'm used to doing stuff in work and like, you know, I can do something and then it goes the way I expect it to go. Or like, you know, if I can put some code into something like the page displays the way it's supposed to display, when I tell my kid to do something, he's three years old, and he doesn't do it, like, what the hell am I supposed to do here? You know, like, I, I'm not gonna fire him. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's not going on a pip and it, he just gives me this cute little smile and then does the exact opposite. And Um, you know, I see a lot of myself in him, so it's, you know, you kind of try and change the things that you might not be happy about yourself and your kids or whatever. (laughs) And I think Obama had a good quote. He's like, you try and pass along as little of your crazy as possible to your kids. Like that's your job as a parent. And, uh, you know, I just try and enable my kids to have fun and, and, you know, feel confident and safe. Wow. I love that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great response. Um, I don't know if I answered any questions, but I hope that it did something. You you didn't answer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, you definitely no, did. You, you know, it's it's one of the things where you know the the goal it really for us is to kind of share challenges because sometimes you know as 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 the days go by, hard things become normal, but they're still hard. So it's not like they become easier. They become somewhat normal, and we either adapt to it or it starts eating away slowly, you know? And then and then that's where you see parents exploding or, or just bad connections with their kids. Um, I have a 10-year-old son, and and you're right. I, I see a lot of me in him, and I'm like, damn, I must have really drove my parents crazy, you know? But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? It's him being himself, which you don't want to put a cap or a lid on that either. Uh, you just want to, like you said, kind of guide that as much as possible. Um, so you did answer the question, John. Thank you so much. Sean, I know you always have some
1: some good questions for each dad. So let's take that away. So I have a I have a question because you do mention that your your lovely wife is is from Brazil and cultures are different here in the States versus down there. How has that been for you having grown up in the States and then having what she has brought into the relationship? And as there could be differences or similarities in in not just your marriage, but really in raising Raising your kids, and as you guys are doing this as a team, what do you guys talk about? Where do you see the differences, um, or is or are you blessed and lucky that everything is one hundred percent on the same page?
2: Yeah, we're one hundred percent on the same page. Like every
1: couple, well, that's uh, awesome.
2: Uh, yeah,
1: no, great. We'll, we'll uh, send you that award because <laughs> one made for you. <laughs> Who invited this guy?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, um, you know everything. Everything, obviously. There's challenges in every relationship and every family and every um, you know situation of raising kids, but I love having a multicultural um, family and international family. Um, I think the more diversity that you can get in your family and that you can expose your kids to as early as possible is a huge benefit. I feel like in America, so many people and kids don't get exposed to anything else in the world and they feel like everything revolves around what's happening here. So my kids already speak Portuguese, um, you know, they they are exposed to a lot of different cultures when we go down there and stuff like that. So to me, it's a huge advantage in life. Um, I didn't really start traveling until you know I finished college and, and got out on my own. Um, and I think doing that stuff as young as possible opens up your eyes to so many different things. So. You know, luckily, um, it's really funny. My wife's family and my family are very similar, even though we're from, you know, different countries. Uh, The first time I went there, like her dad asked me if I wanted a beer and to watch, you know, um, what was it? It was like uh, Federer versus Nadal on TV. I was like, oh, cool. This is like, you know, what my family would have been doing or whatever. So our families share the same values, you know, obviously, like there's different foods and, and music and stuff like that but we have the same core values that we believe in, which is, you know, like taking care of each other in in the family. And and I think the more different cultures and different variety that you can add in there, the better. Um, so even if you don't have like an international family to show your kids about other countries or teach them other
0: languages or something like that, I think is, is really important. That's awesome. John, do you, did you learn any Portuguese or are you trying to, or is it just the kids? Um.
2: Great question. Uh, I can understand a little bit, but my uh, my speaking is horrible. It,
0: yeah, it's tough. I mean, my voice Filipino, so even learning, you know, I speak Spanish, grew up speaking Spanish, but learning learning the Tagalog, the Filipino languages hasn't been hasn't been helpful. It doesn't work. My brain doesn't work. The language works, but there. You have a couple of phrases, though, right? Uh, yeah. Well, the Philippines was conquered by Spain for a long time, so there's a lot of Spanish influence. Um, So I I do understand some words, but in terms of like getting a full sentence and understanding it, it's tough. Um, And and follow-up question, if I can, John, what's your favorite Brazilian dish? Food Mm. is always a universal connector for me, so.
2: Yeah. What do I crave? Oh, feijão, Uh, the black beans. or feijoada I, I don't want to like even have to say my horrible accent here but uh there's a place that has it and this is like this little cup of black beans and it has some spices and some bacon pieces in there and it's, it's really good um that's the thing i'm trying to think what else i crave that's what i usually go for first when i get there they also have pound de queijo that's really good um you know the cheese bread and i actually don't eat a lot of meat but i do eat the brazilian barbecue down in there the picanha so uh i I love the food down there. Super fun.
1: Oh, very nice. That sounds awesome. I like I'm now hungry. Can I go eat? Can I come over, John? I'll be there in like two hours and forty five minutes and <laughs> is your wife gonna help us cook? I mean, I'll learn. i'll I'll do it. she's a, she's a great cook. Um,
2: we would love to host you, Sean. So I think it takes a little bit longer from where you are, but but you're welcome anytime.
0: <laughs> Fine, I have to fly. didn't didn't sound like I got invited
2: to this. <laughs> Nelson, of course you're invited, and we'll make some hollow oh, hollow for
0: you, which is my favorite. Uh, oh, this guy, yes, <laughs> yes. Where, where'd that come from? So you have you been to the Philippines or? I have um, you, you
1: know, oh, a long time ago, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I know, oh, I know wow. a couple
0: of things. Oh, very nice, very nice.
1: As you have, yeah. uh, you know, you you've got your two younger kids. What do you what do you see as as what you want to install? in them that even if they don't ever recognize they saw you doing it or listen to you, you know, deep down, they at least absorbed it and becomes part of part of their their character as they grow up and eventually will, will we'll leave the house. And what, what are you trying to install in them? Wow, I thought we were
2: joking around and stuff. But uh, we're getting a little serious. here. I think, you know, it really, it, it's pretty simple, like to be a good person and to help other people enjoy life as much as possible um and and treat people right so i think that they're off to a good start with that and um i think that all you can do is be a good model for that and so you know i don't say that often we actually do have some talks about some of the social things and as you said you know they come to thursday night sales every once in a while and it really sparks some good conversations so they don't understand a lot of what's going on there but you know, a couple of weeks ago, there was talk about sexual harassment at work. And my daughter started asking me, you know, she's only five years old about, you know, respect between men and women. And we had a really good conversation that it forced. And, and she understood that, you know, everyone needs to treat everyone else with respect, regardless, you know, of what they look like or what their gender is or whatever it might be. And, um, I think that those lessons, you know, in Thursday night sales and other places are, are really important. And that's what, you know, I want my kids to be good people that are accepting of everybody and try and make
0: like the world a little bit more fun place. Yeah, you know, it's really cool, John, that you're not you, you're incorporating them in some of the business activities at a young age. Like, is that intentional, or is that just because, like, oh, I don't have a babysitter; I have no choice but to take them? Or, or are you kind of going, you know, what? I'd love for them to kind of experience this environment.
2: Sure. I actually try and involve my kids in, in, like my work and my life. You know, get mixed together. Um, so I try and involve my kids and my family as much as I can. I think it's just great experience for them to learn and also, you know, see they see how hard I'm working. So to see something come from it, I think will be a good lesson for them. My daughter. Um, I was doing a, this was maybe six months ago, some podcast that filmed at six in the morning in California. And so I started it and she woke up in the middle and sat down on my lap, You know, all tired, but joined the podcast and, and in it, we were supposed to pitch Ring Pin to, to a gym owner. And I said, hey, you know, can she do the pitch with me? And they said, yes. And then like she had, we had nothing prepared or whatever. And she came out and her line was like, perfect. And she sold it perfectly, totally understood what was going on. And I was just so proud of her that she was able to listen there as a five-year-old, understand what was going on and add value to the conversation. So, I mean, I just know if she wants to be in business, she'll dominate. Um, she has such a good head on her shoulders for that type of stuff. But, you know, she has like 14 things that she wants to do. A ballerina, astronaut, doctor, waitress, you know, so I, I'm not going to force her to follow in my footsteps.
0: No, that's, that's awesome. It does sound like you gave that podcast a little bit more than you're giving this one. But it's cool. It's cool, man. I'm glad you're here. You know, you had your
2: your best guest not their seventh guest or something like whatever I I am here. Top top seven. Nice,
1: strong, Nice. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate that. I'm so glad about this next question. This is awesome. Um, Minus how you feel about being on today. uh, What do you want your um, what do you want your legacy to be? You're you're lucky that you have a little bit longer time, God willing, and everything is, um, with your kids as they are, as they are pretty young, but what, as you make your plan and, and I know you plan things out, cause we, we, you and I've had that conversation. What do you hope your legacy is whenever that day comes? Um, <clears throat> I don't make a ton of plans. I
2: don't know what, what necessarily you're referring to, but, uh, you know, I think basically just the same things that I would want them to do, that I was a good person that, that treated people right. And that made, you know, life more fun. Um, You know, so if you add enjoyment to people's lives, they're going to remember that. And hopefully you've touched enough people's lives that, you know, if everyone's had a little bit more fun, you've created a better place. So if they treat people right and and make the situations that they're in more fun for the people around them, then I'm going to be pretty happy.
1: I like it. I like it. Yes, you do plan. We've had that conversation. I don't know what you're talking about, but I believe in you. (laughs) You're in denial. so we'd like to ask every dad that, that comes on the show either a dad joke or a dad story uh i would like to hear please and hopefully you have one prepared would you mind sharing nothing prepared but um dad's story a funny dad
2: story um a dad joke she my daughter's favorite joke and my son's saying it now too so they both like working on jokes and they keep they try jokes all the time and they say is that funny did you get it did you get it um so i'm encouraging them but they're struggling to you know get it all together but she likes um what do you call a flying skunk a smellicopter <laughs> 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 and then we like the interrupting cow knock knock joke we get that one and we can use every animal for that one so that's a good one um yeah but uh we keep it pretty light in our family and we joke around a lot and have a lot of dance parties and and try and have fun
0: man that's that's awesome um, b- you know before we wrap up i you mentioned ring pin as your as your company can you just share what what the company actually does just in case there's someone who's listening who might want to obviously use you or just for clarity on on what it is and and even what inspired you to to create this this software company
2: Yeah, I'll give it in the context of what we're talking about. So we help people create um, customized pages that you can access through QR codes to do basically anything you want. So my daughter made one and her QR code when she scans it, it takes her to three things. She can watch Yo Gabba Gabba. She can play this number game or she can watch the frozen um, song uh, into the unknown. So that's what she set up for her page. But companies could set up pages where people could book meetings, make video calls buy products whatever they want so we make it so that every physical product in place can have a digital engagement by scanning that qr code so won't get too much into the business but uh, we just basically started it four years ago to do an omni channel contact center to let people use voice video text live chat from anywhere and my co-founder always wanted to do a qr platform but i told him americans hate qr codes and we're super stubborn stubborn no one will ever scan them uh i wouldn't do it but then you know we saw actually i was in brazil in in december of 19 and as i said my portuguese sucks they always make fun of me when i order the mistu ice cream which is chocolate and vanilla swirl at the mcdonald's and uh so i was able to scan a qr code and get my ice cream without any ridicule and i texted my co-founder i was like oh this is cool you know i got an ice cream cone from a qr code that's a valuable thing like you know no one's doing anything cool with them and then at the same time we saw um you know, what was happening in China with COVID and how uh, people were being restricted access based on QR codes. You know, you had to scan your code to get into a certain area and we realized that it was gonna be kind of forced adoption here in the United States. So we made a pretty hard pivot in that physical to digital and adding the QR piece to our platform. And now you can enable any of those communications or engagements through QR codes. And those codes can contain metadata so it can contain information about you or Sean or whatever, and we can give personal codes that basically display a different page based on who scanned it. Um, so I don't want to get too deep um, into it or all the get away from the dad jokes. But uh, no,
0: no, no. I mean that's you know part of having you on is is so people can see the diversity between dads and and businesses and family dynamics. Um, you know that's a big portion of it. It's it, you know what's cool is. You, it seems like four years ago you had a company that was doing one thing, saw opportunity, pivoted. It's kind of the same as parenting. You know, you you kind of have kids, and as as they get older, you're pivoting constantly. Um, you know, as they're getting to know themselves and and kind of coming into their own, you're you as a parent have to adjust to that as well, not just them adjusting to to whatever you want. So you can always tie it back into into the topic and and what we're doing. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's interesting. The QR code thing, it, it is taking off. So it's just pretty cool that you're getting ahead of it. Um, I expect a free link.
2: It would be simple actually. Uh, you have, I love the logo that Delano made. Uh, I think the podcast looks great and everything. And you could customize those links like for you, know, you could try and get that episode number seven up towards the top. Um, you could try and get reviews really easily, you know, from people from where people can listen to it, so uh, I'm definitely happy to make you one,
1: Sean. We, sounds like we have our first sponsor. We do. We have our first sponsor. Uh, today's episode has been sponsored by Ringpin. Uh, Love it. There we go. Uh, see, see. Hopefully, it'll also you know might be the seventh recorded, but it might be the number one downloaded. Ooh, wow, nice, Sean. That's a good way to lie to him
0: while he's on. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good way to butter him up, Sean. Yeah. Oh, we're still recording. No, that was... I'll still John. make you the ring. Um, I, I do usually have a would you rather question, because my, that's my son's thing. Maybe your kids will get into kind of like, would you rather this or would you rather that? So I typically ask, you do answer first and then Sean, because I don't want to influence your answer right. at all. I do ask honesty with the answer, and, and you got to give a little explanation. You can't just pick. You don't, don't have to B. worry
2: about that. that from me.
0: Here we go. All right. <laughs> this is the one I got for you, John. Would you rather walk to work in heels or drive to work in reverse? I understand you've probably been working from home, but in the event that you had a 15-minute a drive or a 30-minute walk, what are we doing? I don't doing even here? like
2: driving in forward, to tell you the truth. I'm not a big driver. Um, and I actually once hit a car in a u-haul driving in reverse um that was parked in front of the ihop at my place in la jolla so i really don't like driving in reverse at all um i haven't walked to work in heels either that doesn't sound great um i think heels should probably be done with and 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 dressing up for work anyways should be done with um I've, i've adjusted to this casual nature in covid so I would pick heels over driving work in reverse, but I think that heels should be done away with also. I can see you in some stilettos. Yeah, I think so. I I actually don't think I would be able to use stilettos or those like six inch ones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think I can see you do it. How far away do I work? I mean, this is, I need more information actually. To <laughs>
0: yeah, you got a 10 minute walk ahead of you. You know, I don't know how many blocks that is where you are, but you got a 10 minute walk. I can see you some heels. I guess you because I'm, I'm also recovering
2: from this ACL surgery. Um, it would it, there's a lot of factors to take into I need more information and time to think about it. To give you this
1: quick. is what it's like talking to John. There's <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of questions yeah. and and stuff that you don't think about that goes into the conversation. Do I draw like. the heels? Um, <laughs> you
2: know, there's a lot of a lot of different stuff. Is it rush hour? What, <laughs> what kind of car? Uh, car. <laughs> all sorts of all sorts of stuff. I really don't like driving though. So I would pick almost anything over driving and I love not driving to work anymore. And we're always going to be a distributed company. And I don't like people sitting in the car on their way to, to work when do it from anywhere. Nicely done.
0: Sean, Sean, what uh, are you doing? I
1: would, I would say definitely drive to work in reverse. I can take the entire back off the Jeep. So I have more room to view and um, I'm not really worried about, hitting people because it really won't do much damage to my vehicle walking in heels (laughs) no way i i i know that's something i i just don't even want to try it's oh my goodness you know i i have
0: to give credit to the women that walk in heels my wife she loves heels all the times wearing these these heels, and you know, I gotta give credit to it. I'm gonna drive in reverse because it looks painful to walk in heels, and mm-hmm. women do it on a on a constant, on a daily. So I'm gonna give the credit there and just mm-hmm. take the adventure of of probably driving in reverse and the implications that that might have. Um, but thank John, thank you for giving so much clarity on that one question. <laughs> Good question. I'm gonna have to be. I'm
2: gonna be thinking about it a lot today. <laughs> so your wife, your wife's gonna get home, and you're gonna be like, you know.
0: What, what would I do? Let's break this one down. <laughs>
2: I worked in a woman's shoe store for four years. So I do have experience, um, but I didn't try on any of the pairs. But I think mm-hmm. I would be about
0: an 11 women's. Yeah. It's a big shoe. Not, not too uncommon. Not so uncommon. Um, John, how can we? Get people to get a hold of you if they had questions after this. Or- no one's going to want to get a hold of me after this. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. They're like, no, this guy's wearing the stilettos. Let's leave him alone. <laughs> um, uh, John at ringpin.com,
2: J O N at ringpin.com, or I have my own ringpin site, I N slash J O N. Um, yeah. There you go. Wow. Look at this production. I didn't know we were sponsoring such a fancy show. Look at that.
0: <laughs> John, yeah, we're going to give you one solid episode when you sponsor us. <laughs> and the next episode, we can't guarantee the quality of what we're saying. <laughs> I'll take
2: it. We're in.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's wonderful. So they go to Ring. Let me just throw it back. They go to ringp.in slash John, and it takes them to you.
2: Yeah, there's a little welcome video where someone can respond in video or they can book a meeting with me or send me a text or like all the stuff that you can do in RingPin. So
0: there's a lot of different options available. That's that's pretty cool. Um,
1: Sean, anything else before we we send off John on the rest of his day? No, I just really want to. Thank you, Bud, for coming on our show and being so willing to be a guest. It's, you know, I treasure your friendship, and I know your time's limited. So taking of your time today really means a lot, and I'm grateful to have met you um, a year ago, and we've become such good friends. And, and the way that Nelson and I are ridiculously becoming good friends too, um, you know, I just well, friendship being, isn't
2: special. It's the same as years and no, guess. no, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's just all, every time. We're losing our sponsor as you're thanking him. <laughs> we lose a sponsor every week. We don't have sponsors. We don't have any yet. Yeah, that's the thing.
2: Well, I, I appreciate you too, Sean. And I'm I'm super. I had a great time on here. I wish you guys the best. I think this is going to be a really fun podcast that helps a lot of people out. So anything I can do to support you, uh, let me know.
0: Yep, John. Yeah, again, thank you. It was it was a fun 30 minutes getting to know you. I, I always tell everyone if you have a breakthrough in your business, in your parenting, you know, and something you want to come back and share with other dads, reach out to us. You know, we'd love to do follow-ups. I, I'm a big fan of following someone's journey, not just getting a one-off, you know, intro to yeah. a person. So even if it's, you know, a couple months down the road, end of the year, next year, you know, remember that, that we'd love to hear what's happening in your life. And I'm sure the other dads listening will love to kind of just follow John P I N and then wow, he pivoted to a new business or wow, his kids are, are doing these wonderful things. You know, we'd love to, to have, have you as, as another guest.
2: Yeah. I, I'd love to follow up and Nelson, I really enjoyed meeting you and I, I see great potential at you becoming a better friend than Sean. Um, you know, it, it definitely seems likely.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I was like, I like this guy and I couldn't tell why, but you makes you make people feel special, Sean. Come on, man. I'm,
1: r- I'm right here. Hello, I'm still here. Like, oh. I can't. I, mean, I thought after that introduction, I thought we were done. <laughs> <I can't.
2: laughs>
1: wow. That's, so everyone, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Download John's episode multiple times so we can try and help him feel better that he that he's on today <laughs> and, and share and share with your friends and family and tell them that they have to get through to download John's episode before they stop listening to our podcast <laughs> Okay, this was was fun.
0: Honestly, John, thank you. The goal is we have a good time. We bring some value to some dads and and you met all the standards. So, John, thank you so much. Uh, And thank you for anyone who's listening. Again, subscribe, follow, share, share with another dad or another parent. And we look forward to having uh, another opportunity with you in the future, John.
2: Uh, Thanks for both of you. This was awesome.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, for Nelson and myself, this is the end of our podcast. So please have a good day, subscribe for next time. And we hope to hear your views very, very soon. Thank you.